Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. Last year was a ripping one for flannel. I know I say that every year, but 2015 broke all records for obfuscation, euphemism and ugliness. Sifting through the drivel, much of it brought in via the FT's new Guffopedia site, in search of worthy winners for my Golden Flannel Awards, what stood out was the number of entries that offend not only the eye and ear, but make the flesh creep too. So I've decided to add a new category, the sick bucket gong, for which the shortlist is as strong as it's revolting. There was sweat the footprint, leaving one fearing athlete's foot. There was a banker who was pregnant with the deal. There was wet bench testing and merchant stickiness. But the sore away winner was executive brownout, brought to us by the Harvard Business Review. One of the most eagerly awaited prizes every year is for the chief obfuscation champion, Cock. I'm uncomfortably aware that I promised this to guff veteran Tim Armstrong for the new verb to game change, but I hope the AOL boss will forgive me for changing my mind. Last year, two successive CEOs of Twitter perverted the clarity and brevity that their site is meant to promote. Dick Costolo crammed into a single interminable sentence the words iterate, logged out experience, curate, moments, platform and deliver. He subsequently resigned and was replaced by Jack Dorsey, who promised straight talking in an email only to sprinkle it with moving forwards, roadmaps and reinvest in our most impactful priorities. Yet even the Twitter duo's efforts are feeble compared to the unnamed HR head who warned managers attending an off-site meeting to be cognizant of the optics of your personal brand, by which he meant tuck your shirts in. He is this year's cock. Mr Dorsey almost won a consolation prize for the best euphemism for firing people, part ways, But this goes to the head of HR at a big oil group who announced plans to ventilate underperformers. This ingeniously suggests that people are stale air and if you open the window, they'll fly out. The NURB prize, given to nouns pretending to be verbs, has had a bumper year with six dazzling runners-up. To effort. To front-burnerize. To town hall to potentiate, to future, to value-add. Any of these would have been a worthy winner, yet all were swept aside by to language. A reader overheard a colleague saying, there must be a better way to language it. He's right, there must. The Communications Cup, given to the worst way of describing a meeting, has an impressive shortlist. Diarising visitations, co-creating conversations, 
to caucus and, a favourite, to front face. Yet the winner is bilateral telephonic meeting, which reveals the sad truth that the conference call is so much the norm that a conversation between two people needs a special term to describe it. The 2015 Mixed Metaphor Award goes to Rick Hamada, the CEO of Avnet, who said, Drilling down one more click on services, we actually think of multiple swim lanes of opportunity around business. Although this is a modest three-way mix, quality makes up for quantity. Each one of these metaphors is bang on trend, and he's thrown in a gratuitous actually for nothing. He well deserves the prize. There have been many fine job titles sent to me in 2015. I admired the chief manifesto catalyst, who works at Danone. However, the outstanding winner is McKinsey, which calls some of its consultants master experts. The tautology no doubt a ploy to soften up the client as a prelude to charging twice the normal rate. Now comes the word that summed up 2015. At first, I wanted to make this journey. At the FT, we were on an efficacy journey until our old owners, Pearson, ended that journey by flogging us. Meanwhile, at Stansted Airport, where real journeys start, the customer complaints department said the customer journey is a seamless, intuitive transition throughout the passenger journey, adding... Our customer service team now offers a team of ambassadors providing a human presence. On reading this, I had a change of heart. The word of the year is not journey, it's human. Howard Schultz of Starbucks, a superb peddler of drivel, put it splendidly. Innovation is the force that will continue to drive our business and enable us to expand and increase revenues and profits, always through the lens of humanity. To future, I'm going to make a prediction for the guff word of 2016. I found it in Larry Page's memo on Alphabet, in which, after professing to be excited and super excited five times, he said, We are also stoked about growing our investment arms. I hope you are prepared for 2016. You'll get stoked, whether you like it or not. And if that's got you in the mood, I suggest you visit our jargon archive, Guffopedia, ft.com forward slash guff. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you might like to try our World Weekly podcast, which is presented by me, Gideon Rachman, the FT's chief foreign policy commentator. Each week, I discuss one of the main political stories of the week with the FT's overseas correspondents and experts. And you can find our latest show at ft.com slash podcasts from Wednesdays.